Happy Dad is available at a lot of your local bars and restaurants. You might even find it at some saloons. If you've enjoyed a Happy Dad, then you know it goes well with your burger, your wings, pizza, and steak. <laughs> People in California eat it with their sushi, too. Go to happydad.com find to find a bar or restaurant near you so you can watch the games with the boys while enjoying an ice-cold daddy drink. The ladies love it as well. If your bar doesn't carry Happy Dad, then ask them to call their distributor to stock up. You can't have a burger with that skinny can, can you? It's time to man up and drink Happy Dad. Oh, cones? Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. That's awesome. That's crazy. Do you always roll like that with a, that bag? Yeah. Goes everywhere uh, you go? I keep the pre-rolls just in case somebody don't feel like rolling. And then, you know, I usually, I like to roll fatties. So, you know, just options. How much is in there? That's That starts as a pound. And this is probably, I think this is maybe like 250 or 300 joints. Or it might be 500. I'm not sure. Dang. Okay. And how, how long do you think that crazy. lasts you? This lasts me about two weeks. The box? Yeah, yeah. And That's that lasts that lasts me about two days. About a <laughs> nah for real. Maybe like <laughs> maybe like two days if I'm in the studio for sure. Damn. Yeah. When did when did you launch this? Yeah, uh I've been working on Khalifa Kush for uh like a decade now, man. Damn. Yeah, I started it with Burner. Um he kinda he put me onto the game and uh just showed me about genetics and, and just really smoking the best weed in the world and shit like that because i was always into pot but burner definitely uh you know showed me what the menu was here for yeah how do you define that though like the best weed like for you is that wouldn't that be like personal mm -mm. well he just, said it's about genetics <laughs> yeah it's about genetics it's about THC. but is it just the shit that gets you the highest or it's about what gets you the highest it's about what's the cleanest that's why I was grown the cleanest. That's the thing. When you learn more about weed, you learn more about the process of uh, growing in the soils and just, you know, what really actually good weed is as opposed to just like thinking because it's sticky and it's green that it's good weed. So, you know, I kind of just, it just elevated my, my knowledge about it. That's all. What did you learn? Like what does make like good weed? Oh, uh, well, one thing is like, it, when you burn it, the color of the ash, um, you know, certain weed isn't really flushed of all of the chemicals and things like that. So if you don't flush it well, uh, you're just going to be smoking a bunch of toxins and shit. And some people are smoking moldy weed out there as well. So, you know, old and mold and, um, you know, even just as far as like curing it correctly, some weed isn't cured correctly and, you know, it's like an old school rule if the stem don't snap, send it back. And a lot of people don't even know shit like that. So just really, really being up on game. If we showed up with some mid-tier like mid -tier shit, would you call us out or would you be? Would you hit it still? I wouldn't hit that shit. Hell no. No, you'd let I us would, know? I would have to call you out. I would have to, like, you know, let you know that you, you could be doing better. Have you ever had to do that? Absolutely. Damn. Hell yeah, there's plenty of times where... That's got to hurt. There's plenty... <laughs> I mean, nobody wants to hear that they're not really smoking the best weed, but, like, 
you know, there's levels to this shit, dog. So it's like, at the end of the day, like you gotta, you gotta do better. Especially a fan. <laughs> Imagine a fan coming up to you and just like, like offering you a joint. No, and but you're like, nah, that shit's mid. I think you have to keep it real with them, cause like people look at you as kind of like the king. You gotta do better. Yeah, and, and you know, even you know, I'll introduce you to some bomb ass weed too. That's how that's how much of the big homie I really am. Yeah, I think yeah. I just smoked it for real. Yeah, yeah, you you're, you're smoking it. You even said a word. I feel great. <laughs> I feel great. Yeah. No, I feel yeah. awesome. Yo, yeah, we feel good. I'm glad that you hit that. How I'm, you doing, Wiz? I'm good, bro. Life in general you nowadays. Right? How's everything going? Yeah, everything's going real good, man. It's good, man. Yeah, Hopefully. we appreciate you coming, bro, because we and we could speak for all of us. Like we've been slapping your shit for a long time, and you're obviously just a legend. So we appreciate you coming. No, nah, no doubt, man. Thank you guys for having me. Did uh, thanks for that. Did you see us? You see Snoop troll the internet the other day? Yeah, of course. You didn't believe that shit for a second, right? Nah, hell no. No, not even for half a second, bro. Did you hit him up for it? <laughs> Would you be like, yo, you know, you capping? No, no, actually, I hit up, you know, his kid, because me and his son are really cool, and he was like, just just trust us, we got this, so I'm like, <laughs> all right, cool, I already know something's going on, and then he called me the, the, the day that he came out and told everybody that he wasn't really, like, you know, quitting smoking, so... I knew that shit was. That would have been funny if you popped up and been like, "Yo, I'm stopping too." Nah, never, bro. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, hold on, real quick. <laughs> I'm not with that. Hypothetically, not... there's 10 million cash on that table. All you have to do is quit smoking weed. 10 million. 15. Wow. Come on. Okay, 20. For, quit smoking for how long? Forever. Well, no, that, hell no. 50 million. Fuck no. 100 mil. 50 mil. Hell no. Come on, 200. bro. This is weird, Fuck no. bro. I'm gonna I'm make 200 mil. million, bro. Like, yeah. I'm gonna see 200 million. That's easy. <laughs> I'm gonna see 200 million off weed. What the fuck you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> like what is selling weed? Like hell yeah. With the with the weed business, is it like are you guys trying to like exit with it? Are you trying to sell it? Like is that like the model for like a weed business? Nah, the the main thing is owning the genetics, and okay. um, that's if you if you can own a strain or some genetics, then you're you're really ahead of the curve. And that's what we do. We got, so you have uh, like the patents on yeah. the certain genetics. Uh, yeah, yeah. Damn. Hell that's yeah. Interesting that goes spot. super deep. Yeah, hell yeah. Thank you, bro. Yeah. And are you guys like, how many like states are you in in countries? Um, Fuck, I forget the numbers because I'm not really good with numbers because I actually smoke all the weed you're as hot. well. Yeah, I'm smoking bud. And, um, you know, those things just kind of like fly around. So I'm not exactly sure, um, you know, exactly how many states, but there's Florida. Um, Pennsylvania, Maryland. We're going to New York pretty soon. Um, California, of course. Uh, Vegas, Arizona. So that's you know, crazy. There's you guys a couple, in Canada too? Um, yeah, we're in Canada. We were in Canada, then we left, and then now we're back. We're moving overseas to Germany, Thailand, and things Damn. like that. So yeah, it's it's picking up, and it's it's just um, you know, we're part of the company truly. So wherever True Leave is distributed, that's where our products are distributed. And as you know, laws change. This is truly be... the alcohol. No, no oh. True Leaf. Oh, True yeah. Leaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't smoke like we do. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so roll break. Right, let's keep going. Okay. Have you been in the studio? What What have you been working on lately? I know you have a couple mixtapes coming out. Yeah, I'm always working on new shit. Um, I got a new project coming out at the end of this month. It's called Decisions. I'm going to drop that on mm, the 30th. So the last, yeah, the last Friday or the first. So the last Friday of this month. 
Um, I got that project coming out. And pretty much I'm just going to keep dropping projects like monthly until uh, I feel like dropping my album and, you know, um, going on tour and things like that. But I use these projects and all of this content and stuff like that just as steam to build up because y'all know how it is. You just got to stay active and things like that. It's not really focused on one project or if you're that type of artist and you want to focus on one project cool but um i've always been a volume type of person yeah so that's really where my focus is at is just you know doing a lot of how do you try to make like each project different though i don't it just whatever flows if it sounds good at at that point in my life like that's just what i talk about i feel like because we said we like, well, I think in, I was in middle school or high school, I used to listen, like, Deal or No Deal. Yeah. Compared to Cabin Fever, completely yeah. different vibes. Yeah. It's just wherever I'm at in my life. Like, I'm, I'm usually making those projects um, simultaneously. So while I'm finishing one, I'm loading up the other one. And whatever I didn't accomplish on the last project, I usually end up doing more of on the next one. So it was like, when I did Cabin Fever... I think the, there was, like, Burn After Rolling before that and then Cushion Orange Juice. Yeah. So it's like those are two totally different sounds, but they came out, like, back to back. So I'm always just going to cover all bases. I got so much material and just shit that it, certain people are going to like it, certain people are going to dislike it, but I just don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Though, yeah. that's That's how you, like, create moments and carve, like, you know, your name into, like, history is you just be fearless and do shit. And I'm not doing it for no reason. I don't expect anybody to look at me as a genre-bending artist or any of that. I'm just putting out material. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Do you you ever get discouraged on some projects that you do put out and then, like, it doesn't do to your standards at all? Nah, my standards are, are getting it out. So as long as I get it out, I'm good. And I couldn't be discouraged if if it exists. Because just even yeah, the process of putting together a playlist and listening to the songs and mixing it and mastering it, by the time it's out, like that's the success to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So everything that I do, you know, I'm just happy to get it out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I feel like when we were listening, like our, the Chevy Woods era and all yeah. the, who's the other dude? Currency. Yeah, yeah. That was all the smoking phase. And then Cabin Fever with Juicy J was uh-huh. like the more turn up. Hell yeah. Hi, so... Do you like? Do you have different waves when you're in the studio of what's more laid back and what's more like party vibes? It just it's all about the uh, the production, um, whatever production I'm into at the time, and that changes like weekly. With just what's going on with your life, what what's going on in my life, what I'm listening to, what sounds good. Um, I'm surrounded by a bunch of different producers, so if I'm in the studio with Cardo. And he gives me a pack of 20 beats and 13 out of those beats are really good. Then I'm going to record 13 songs and then that's what people are going to hear. And then I might go in the studio with Juicy the next week and he gives me a pack of, you know, beats. And those are the ones that I record over. So that's pretty much how the mixture of like kind of eclectic music happens is I just hang out with a bunch of people who who I fuck with and I record bulks of music um over you know different producers you know sounds yeah, yeah. Yeah, i always yeah. wondered that like if you were to guess on one studio session how many tracks you think you could get in one night who me yeah 
shit. Like full songs or yeah, nah. I'm not even for me, I could do like ten songs in a night. Yeah. Yeah, yep. And what you just pick like, yo, this one hits, get other people's opinions. No, nah, you just load it up. You just be like, this beat, rap over it, bring up the next one, rap over it, bring up the next one. Yeah. Yeah, yep. You always have a question. How yeah. long did it take you uh for you to make I roll up? Because I I don't know why. I just like that's my favorite song for that you've ever made. That song never and it was gets just old. such a like it's like chill, but like it's so I don't know how to explain it. I but just, you're like, like really falling in love it. at the same time. Yeah, like, it's weird, man. Yeah. Um, but it's weird in a great way. Yeah. Like I just I want to ask you, like, how long did it take you maybe for that? Like I roll up for you to make. That was a quick session, actually. Cause I wrote that one after I did Black and Yellow. So um I was working with Stargate and they hadn't really worked with too many hip hop acts at that time. Um so me being on Atlantic and me coming off of like doing mixtapes and really just writing records the way that I want to or just aiming stuff at my fan base, this was like the first couple times that I was writing songs that were aimed towards the radio. And I remember being in the black and yellow session for sure. Where I was like, yo, I'm just going to write the first thing that comes to my head, like whatever I think and I hear this beat and I'm gonna write it and I'm gonna be confident about it and I'm gonna stick with it and that's how Black and Yellow came out. Uh, so by the I'm time not. it was um, it was time to do Roll Up, Black and Yellow had already uh, hit number one. So they were like, yo, we need another single. They were like, cook it up now. Like basically get in the studio, fucking make a song. So I heard like, I only had like two or three beats to choose from and that was one of them. And I remember I wanted to do like something cool, something friendly, but something that still like kind of talked about weed and like got the weed agenda across. So I figured it would be kind of clever to do a song where it was like talking about I roll up, but saying it kind of in a like a playful. Yeah, but how many times a day do you say that yeah, already? Yeah, so it was like playful, like towards a chick kind of, but then still <laughs> it's still me saying that I'm rolling up. Like it's like I'm talking about weed and shit. Yeah. So yeah. For me, uh, like the roll ups probably like more like the the fruity, like the white boy shit, and then I'm on the Prince of the City too. Goddamn, love it. It really did look me? as if you didn't give. A so there's fuck levels to this shit, mm -hmm. right? That's my favorite track of all time. By you the way, you said what? Goddamn, love it. You like that song? Yeah, Cigarillo with the sack rolled in it. Damn, where you from? Colorado. Oh, okay. Started smoking right. weed early. You grew up Damn, in a gated bro. community. <laughs> no, I did not. There was no gate. Just That's a door crazy. guy, or like a there was a booth, down, down like a bottom of Mercedes, like a phone 60. booth, or like a got security booth, but not no gate. That's gay. a good song. That's <laughs> yeah. a really good. That's how you know it's smoking good shit though. That's a good pick. Gated yeah. community. We're not smoking the low tier shit. Wiz, talk to us about growing up because I knew when you were younger, you were moving around like a ton, right? Like you lived in like Japan. Yeah. That's crazy. What was that like? Japan was cool. I was just explaining it to somebody the other day. It was like being in a military uh, environment. You're like. Like you said, gated. It's kind of gated too. It's like fucking Just a bit, walls right? up and yeah. shit, and like separation between being on base and off base. So yeah, it was you know it was an experience. Was How many different from. cities did you live in when you were younger? Man, I, like I said, I'm not really good with numbers, <laughs> but it was a lot. I went to a lot of different schools. I think like ten different schools. Um, wow! Before. Wow, that's a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What so. What does doing being in that many cities? How does that culture influence your music does it like do you take something in from every culture Hell yeah for sure i remember living down south and 
discovering like uh, screw music before it became popular. And just being in that culture, like while it was happening, definitely helped me appreciate like different types of lyricism. Cause I was listening to like Dipset and um, just really lyrical stuff at that time. And this was when music was changing and the culture was changing. So to be a part of that shift and to be in different areas of the, the country while that stuff was happening was was really important to me learning oh, about yeah. music. Oh, yeah. How'd you get that like big break? Because you were uh, you were like an intern at the yeah. studio, right? Yeah. yeah. And then how how did that go from like being an intern to like how'd you get that first when you got called like, into the booth? Break? Or you were going in there after? No, it was kind of, it was really a process, man. It was like some like I started out paying for studio time. Yeah. And then the owner of the studio, his name is E Dan. He was more on some, like, you're really tight. Like, I was 16 at the time, so he was like, man, you're better than a lot of the adults that come in here. So he started letting me record in uh, in exchange for me working there. So it happened from me being at least 16 till 19 to me getting a major deal. And then from me being 19 to about 22, 23 to, you know, yeah, well, being on the radio and shit. And like I, was, I love to hear it's so inspiring. Like, when you get that major deal, like, how does that come about? It's a process, like, man. What's that first for, call you get like, or something? Coolest call was from E. Dan, like him telling me that I could work at the studio because I was still in high school. I didn't expect that shit. Everything else is like, you know, it seems like something, but you gotta really. You're working to get that. Keep so going. It's almost expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a process, and back then it wasn't like you could just go viral on the internet and right. shit, like. I had to do promo tours and radio runs and all types of shit that really like groundwork, like ground level putting in the work type shit that, you know, made it to where I could be where I'm at right now. So it was like real artist development and shit like that. They don't really do that though more these days. It's so crazy to think about like rappers used to give their CDs out on the street. Yeah. Like how far away are we from that? Niggas don't even use CDs no more because there's no CD players. Like it's just you crazy. Can't even, the there's hustle, nowhere to play that the shit. The hustle though is just different. Like you ever think about that? How what you had to go through grind wise, and now you could fucking put out a TikTok, go viral, get well. Content creation is is difficult as well. That's a that's yeah. a job, and I come up from that era too. Like my my audience is from YouTube, so I had to be you know OG content creator with my day to days and um you know, Twitter and all of that shit when it first started, um, that was the way to interact and, and build your fan base. So it's like now it's more in the hands of the creative person and, the you know, the team surrounding that as well, which I think is uh, more beneficial. Yeah. yeah. And even yeah. then, too, because you could pop off off one TikTok track, but that could be so short lived yeah. at the same time. So it, it doesn't really make it any easier, right? I'm just Hell saying no. to get to get that attention out of the gate, you have it's easier access wise. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a lot easier access wise. You got more eyes, and there's there's pros and cons to it, and it all just boils down to you know, you're working for yourself. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really gonna do the shit for you. Like they'll catch on later, but. When you start in, it's pretty much dependent on you and how much you put behind yourself. And that's where I was at, like, the majority of my career. Right. And then, what was yeah. your inspiration going into music? I would love to know that. Um, I just, I, I'm a really big fan of music. I love music. Like, 
I come up in that Napster era, like downloading shit and like downloading mixtapes and going to the uh, the the bodegas to get mixtapes and shit like that. So it's like a the way we consumed and digested music just made me such a big fan of it that you know creating it um, kind of it wasn't even it was real, but it was like I was just emulating what I was seeing at the time. And then I started to learn the business and really figure out my own style and shit like that. But the inspiration just comes from, you know, being a huge fan and loving, you know, the culture so much. What was your first, I, I thought earlier, I told them, I thought it was say yeah, but like your first mm. big viral moment, would you say that was it? Yeah. When what? Yeah. How did your life change when that went crazy? Because that was everywhere. It didn't go crazy. <laughs> what, the, the track? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was everywhere. Yeah, it was. It was a good song. We were we were working it though. It was a radio song, so it was like with radio songs, they start out, you work it, it peaks, and then that's that. Yeah. And so that's what say yeah did. Like it just it peaked at number fucking I don't know, like not anything impre- impressive, and it was kind of like back to the drawing board after that. Like they didn't. Uh, Warner really didn't know what to do as far as an album with me. So they just released me and I was able to, you know, kind of just restart my career and figure things out on my own. Yeah. What do you think was like the biggest learning lesson when you were younger before you, obviously you've made it now, but like while you're grinding. Yeah. The the biggest hurdle or biggest learning lesson you had to go through. The biggest learning lesson I had to go through is like realizing that stuff's not permanent. Um, Kind of when I when I got my deal with Warner, I didn't. I thought I, you know, you kind of. I kind of just bought into the fantasy of you get a record deal, you're on, and things take off from here. And it didn't happen, and I was still able to pivot and make things work in my favor. So I was like, okay, it's not that bad if everything that people say that they're gonna do, they don't actually do. And I think that's a lot of people's biggest fears where they're like, be careful of Hollywood and the game because everybody's so fake and they'll sell you a dream. And it's like, all right, these guys sold the dream. It didn't work out and I'm fine. So, you know, I conquered that. Did and you ever got that intimidated like by that lesson. though? Huh? You ever got intimidated by that when nah. people were to, oh, you never did? Nah, not at all. I didn't let that intimidate me at all. I went harder after that stuff happened. And that's what really made me, um, you know, into who I am. And it wasn't even out of bitterness or spite. It was just out of necessity. It was like, okay, well, that is gone. So, like, it's not an option no more. So how am I going to, you know, still achieve this without that? And then, you know, luckily through timing and resources with being the internet and stuff like that, it just worked in my favor to, you know, where I'd was able to manipulate this the system in the game to like pay attention to me. Yeah. Yep. Do you ever feel like you have to transform or like change something just with the way like adapt to what people are listening to now, right? Mm-hmm. Or do you just straight stay true to yourself? No, I don't think you have to adapt to what people are listening to now, but I, I do know that in my opinion, the way to um progress and transition through uh through eras is is production so you can still be the same rapper mm-hmm. 
but you have to rap over different types of beats. You have to rap over new producers. You have to incorporate new sounds. And that's where you don't get lost at. And I feel like that's really important. Yeah. yeah. How about like music aside? Like back then you said you had to focus a lot on like radio and stuff like that. In this era now, what where do you like, what's changed with like your strategy, quote unquote, or like where do you have to spend more Nothing. time now? No strategy changes because it's all about attention. So if you can gain attention, you're going to win. And that just goes for bottom line for anything in any uh, field that you're in. Like what you guys do with podcasts is to get attention. Mm -hmm. You can have a two-hour long conversation, but you're going to try to find the best clip to put out there that's going to get the most attention to make people want to watch it. So that's what we're trying to do. And you know what I mean? That's that's the goal. So it's, it's you using whatever you have your tools to bring those eyes to you to make those people you know gravitate towards what you're giving them and me my product is music but I'm also selling a lifestyle as well so it's like you know how do I just bring as much attention to that what about like the way you carry yourself you think is so different than like what what differentiates yourself besides weed like you know what I mean I mean you know, I think there's a lot of solid people. I'm really relatable. And in my music, my fans, they really listen deep and, you know, they listen past the weed and the coolness and they hear the motivational stuff that I say and the 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 bottom line, you know, goals that I try to, you know, get people to be on. But also it's it's just fun. Like it allows you to, you know, have fun and, you know, be loose and be yourself in in, in situations that you want to feel like that in. For sure. Yeah, and yeah. You probably told the story, but when you finally link with Snoop, like obviously you guys bond over weed, right? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. What was the first link up like? First link up, smoked out, shot a music video. <laughs> we smoked hella weed and then talked about was it, was it competitive? I don't mean to cut you off, but was it competitive? <laughs> nah, I, nah, it wasn't competitive. He's the OG. So he was like teaching me shit that I had never known at that time. This is 13 years ago. So yeah, he taught me some stuff I didn't know about weed at that time. And um came up with a script for a movie, hung out all night. I think he was really trying to test me to see if I was gonna like if I really smoked as much weed as I said that I did. Yeah. So of course he's like rolling up back to back to back to back to back to back. And I'm hanging in there. So, you know. How many blunts or joints? Can't even count them, honestly. It's like that when day? you smoke when you smoke that many, you there's no possible way to count. Bro, God, there, there's a song, uh, People Under the Stairs. I can't even I don't know what song it is, but he calls out everybody saying that no one smokes like he does. Like, is this is when it when you're at that level, is it competitive with people? Nah, I mean you're just smoking naturally and you're just seeing people like kind of fall off the wagon and shit like that. And then it's like with us, we the type of niggas like you pass out, we're gonna like blow smoke in your face and shit like that. And then like Yeah, you don't wanna be that guy. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. So it's like, you know. That's like the dude that wakes up with the Sharpies all over his face. Yeah. Like, yo, you're you're yeah, the loser. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're this not... this may sound like a stupid question, but what was the last time you got actually green the hell out? Like green the fuck out. Like, it may be a long-ass time ago or whatever, but well, like if paranoia? you can re No, just green the fuck. Like, you just couldn't handle You just couldn't handle the weed. I don't think ever, bro. I could always, Are you serious? I could Even always the first time you smoke. Yeah, I could always handle my weed, man. Okay, walk what, us... What is... Okay, what is that? What, what is it? 
with handling it? Like, what what are you thinking? Even the first times you smoked? Like, like you I, never yeah, tripped I, I, I generally want to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's the, I mean, you just, you're in control of that shit. Like, there's nothing really bad going on anyway. Like, br- weed only brings out the happiest, coolest, funnest shit. <laughs> and the only way to, like, if you're super duper stoned and you're feeling a little wild, just smoke more weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh would God. you say would you say with chicks? All right, I just want to really ask. But would yeah, you say with yeah, chicks? Yeah, let's get some real chats going. On. I really want to ask these questions. Um, would you say with chicks, you vibe with chicks more off weed than drinking? And I'm probably sounds like a stupid question, but no, it sounds. Like I think that's no. I really want to yeah. ask. Like, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, there's different vibes to different. Yeah, things, yeah, yeah, right? for so, sure. I mean, like with alcohol, clearly, like you're gonna take some shots and get fucking loose. Like, that's like, you know what I mean? Those are the rules. But with pot, it's definitely a deeper connection. Um, you're going to remember what happens. Um, let's talk about weird shit. Oh, that's not, not even just talk about <laughs> weird oh, that's shit. that's a good point. People, just, people don't talk I'm about trolling. that enough. <laughs> if you smoke weed, you're going to remember the whole night. Yeah, if you're going to remember You might, it. You might yeah. have some so that's moments. Like, that's like a good... She got the, some Takis at the end of the night. That's a good night. plus. <laughs> the, the connection is deeper with a chick just than getting like drunk and sloppy and doing something rather than like smoking a joint, listening to some cool music. Yeah. She remembers you based off of that music. Y'all might watch a movie, crack up during the scenes. You find out what her sense of humor is. So you're developing a a deeper connection and you're like in her mind now, as well as what you want to accomplish with smoking and, and hanging out. So it's, it's just a better connection, in my opinion. That's I think that's facts. Could you, I, you ever? Could you way ever, more player. Could you ever date a chick that didn't smoke? Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't really work all that well because yeah. I smoke so <laughs> I so much. I, I smoke gotta, so gotta, so much. Have any of your girls ever been like, "Yo, Wiz, can you just not smoke?" My, right my now? baby's mother don't smoke weed at all. Okay. So when she was pregnant with my with my son, I couldn't smoke around her for the entire nine months because it, like, just the smell of weed like made her regurgitate. Right. How irritating so I, was that? It wasn't irritating oh, at all. Well. I mean, you know, it was definitely a task because I had to like wash like wash my clothes mm-hmm. like as soon as I get in the house. I'm coming home from the studio, and I just want to get in the bed and go to sleep. She's like, "Nope, like get in the shower, don't touch me, <laughs> don't do nothing." So. It's definitely, you know, something, but yeah, you, you gotta, she, she, she's not a weed head at all. She don't even fuck with weed even now to this day. But um, might have made her hate it. Nah, she she got her own problems with that shit. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what you're the fuck her wait, <laughs> You got to walk us through like when you wake up, right? Like, do you reach to the table? Most people reach for their phones. Do you yeah, reach what's for your the morning blunt? routine? Yeah, I grab a joint first thing. Like, so you wake up. Instantly the to phone? the bedside. Spark up, yeah, yeah. Right away, like uh-huh. lighter and, and joints right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We get, we smoking unks first thing in the morning, baby. Soon as our eyes open, unk unk up. What's the best smoke of the day? Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Probably smoke in between those days. I mean, what's the every best smoke? smoke? Every smoke of the day is the best one. Damn, Man. boys. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. Shopify is an all-in-one e-commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. If you're inspired to start a new business venture this year, you guys gotta try Shopify. Shopify is the only tool you need to start, run, and grow your in-person or e-commerce business without the struggle. Shopify is the global e-commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, 
all the way to the, did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. So whether you're offering custom stickers from Shopify's in-person POS system or selling sunglasses on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you are in good hands. By now it's clear, you boys know that I love Shopify. We've used Shopify's e-commerce platform from the very beginning to sell full send and happy dad gear hosted on our website. My favorite thing about Shopify is no matter how big you wanna grow, it gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. They're truly a global force powering millions of entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. So boys, if you're thinking of starting a business, doing anything, get something going, you can go to shopify.com slash full send and sign up for a $1 per month trial, period. So all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash full send and take your business to the next level today. Just, I feel like your tolerance. Like yeah, I'm so fucking crazy. faded yeah, right I'm, now off of what is this? I'm, I'm just getting like secondhand fucking. Khalifa Kush. I'm just <laughs> fucking. Okay, Kyle, take a hit. I feel like take that box would hit. last us a year. Yeah, and take half. a hit, bro. All right, fun. Take one hit. Just one hit. There we go. All right, guys. We got him. What if he called? <laughs> he's going to call his mom to pick him up in 20 minutes, bro. It's all good. I've is that seen, cool? I've seen nah, it When I was before. younger, I used to smoke a lot, but I just kind of stopped. Yeah. I used to hit bulls. What do you do when someone around you has that happen where like the, the kid that gets the paranoia and starts yeah. tripping out? Yeah, yeah. Do you try and calm him down or you just spectate? Nah, I just kind of just chill, let it happen. <laughs> it is what it is, baby. We on the ride. How did you, you ever deal with like the laziness aspect of like small I don't get lazy. Not saying you are lazy, but yeah. more of the, like a lot of people do say like, like for me, I don't smoke a lot because I know it can make me kind of lazy yeah. in a way. Like well, that type of question. Affects you differently, right? Yeah, it affects you differently, but no, nah, I mean, you know, everybody's inclined to like it feels good to just get high and chill, but you just have <laughs> to Yeah, I mean, that's just the obvious. So you gotta fight that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so people ask us like top three podcast guests. Do you have a top three people you've smoked with? Huh. Uh Snoop, be real, burner. And currency. I gotta put currency in there. Any any like random What about like a random ass? You're just like, yo, random. Oh man, shit! Like someone like you wouldn't Seth think Rogen would smoke, or like or just like... a random. I feel like Seth can can smoke. It's, a lot. He can smoke, but it was like you know we were on set, so it wasn't like you know. Yeah. If I'm gonna smoke with somebody and it's and it's gonna be standout, we gotta like go on a mission. We gotta like eat burgers. We gotta laugh. We gotta you know what I mean. We gotta right. it's, it's gotta be a legendary like situation. It can't just be like. Quick, I hit stood the next joint, to this dude, like, weird. Like, I'm, not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not tripping off of that shit. Yeah. I'm tripping off of like really vibing with somebody. Like, and I don't really get the chance to do all of that too much. Yeah. Do you yeah, invite yeah. people though, like randoms, like, yo, I'm gonna see if this guy will smoke with me. The trailer. Box <laughs> it out. Um now nah, really it's it's motherfuckers will volunteer for that shit. They'll ask for well, it. Well, that's the other thing, is it's like yeah. it's a pretty legendary moment. Smoking yeah, with yeah. a lot of motherfuckers just volunteer. They're like, yo, let me uh They'll see me over in the cut, like, getting stoned, because that's my favorite thing. Like, if I'm anywhere, I'm just going to probably just post up and go in the corner and get stoned and shit like that. Yeah. So anybody who's brave enough to come over and <laughs> fucking ask to hit the weed, like, that's usually a good time. They should have, I think you got to f- make rules if they smoke with you, bro. Like, you got to smoke two joints. You have to hang out for this amount of time. You know what I mean? Like, they Even can't just... just getting secondhand high, I think, is pretty cool, like. If I'm in a car with you, 
They're and fucked. They're car, getting high as yeah, fuck. Yeah, you're getting fucking stoned just by sitting next to me. Like, it's all good. That's uh, fucks. All what's, right. what's your favorite thing to do besides music when you get high? I like bowling. Damn. You yeah. put you, spin you, on the ball? Hmm. You put spin on the ball oh, and yeah, all that? Yeah. Are you nasty at bowling? I'm really good. What's your How best score? You yeah. Like a 287, I think. That's high. Like, yeah. so you're like, wait, what's serious? perfect? 300 is perfect. 300 right? is perfect. It was almost perfect. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. How'd you learn to bowl like that? Practice. Was there action on that? Like, did you bet on that game or was that just practice? Nah, man, it was just, just we, we go down there and we practice. So it was like, you know, you get 10 frames and I, I almost hit 10 strikes. Damn. <laughs> that sauce is fucked. I feel like yeah, you got to yeah. set that as a goal. You got to hit 300 before. I'm going to do it at yeah. some point. Yeah. Especially if you take a girl on a bowling date and you're nasty at bowling. Yeah. Is like it you're lame? Throwing strikes the whole time. Is it mm. lame if you pull out like the helper or if you go help? What's that? That's his thing. The guards. Yo, they're saying that's your flex. I said I just took a girl. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, you yeah, did. Yeah. How'd it go? What'd you shoot though? You're not breaking 200, are you? Oh, okay. Yeah, we break two. We averaging like. Hypothetically. Damn. You we up bowl. there. Up there. Hypothetically, if I put the guards up, is that? If like, you put the guards up. If I were to, nah, I would man. never do that. We, why would you want to put the guards up? To get a better score. Like if I'm not a daily bowler all right it's all good fuck it we still show me love or is that like yo this kid's a loser nah you gang you with us okay guards up for my boy are you still doing mma yeah i I still do mma what like jujitsu muay thai and muay thai wrestling all that shit yeah because there's like a photo of you man you got fucking shredded yeah 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 Yeah, how'd you get to jade yeah yeah lifting weights how long like how long was your like kind of transformation when did you start taking it seriously um i've been in the gym for six years now and that picture was probably like the second year. And it took about, you know, took about that long to start seeing results and shit. What like made that. you say fuck it? Uh, I enjoyed that shit. I still do. It's just, uh, I tried it. And if I like some shit, I'm going to keep doing it over and over and over and over. And the thing about weights is if you do it over and over and over, like you kind of start to see that shit. Do you change your diet a lot? I I just eat more. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't really eating as much. Um, yeah. So you were just yeah, eating you whatever got, you wanted to. You got a good nah, metabolism. probably like yeah, yeah. I got crazy metabolism, but I was probably only eating like two big ass meals a day. Like I would be in the studio all night, and then I would wake up, and then I would probably eat in the afternoon, and then I would wait all day, and then I would go to the studio again, and I would eat big one more time. But then when I started working out. It was like, wake up at 6.30, eat, have a protein shake, have lunch, work out, have another shake, have a snack, have another shake, have dinner, have another shake. (laughs) What made you love Muay Thai so much? Just doing martial arts in period, I mean, in general, um, it's kind of cool to me. And I was good at it initially, like, still am, but it's like, off rip it was something that they were like yeah you're really good at this like the kicks i got really strong kicks and the timing and just like fight iq um just knowing how to move and shit like that is everybody don't pick up the same things that i picked up in the amount of time that i did yeah we're huge into ufc we love we go to a lot of fights Um, you observe a lot huh hell yeah yeah that's interesting who's who's some of your favorite fighters right now um like do you watch uh, yeah you i watch like a lot? i like everybody man i i got we we got our own company the pfl as well 
uh, Francis Ngannou is going to be fighting over there in the PFL. Yeah. What did you think about that fight? It was Fury. crazy, y'all. I, I was know, you know, it, it, is, it is pretty fucking crazy to me. I was super um, duper surprised. Well, well I what thought the, Francis how it was ruled. Yeah, and Ghana won. Yeah. But, I um, think he won, yeah. But it's crazy. I was surprised he was as good as he was at boxing. He was, he was boxing really well. Well, it shows how much power he has, right? Like, dude, that guy got power. And he was hanging Knocked in there. Down. Like, he was, his defense was good. His counters were cool. He got a knockdown. Not just a knockdown, but he fucking knocked that fool down, man. Yeah. Yeah, he even Clean said Clean as hell, bro. Like, that's crazy. the heavyweight champion in the world. Bro, I'm going to be honest. That kind of Dropped fucks him. me up when you see, like, a McGregor or a Nagano go and fight the best boxer, and they're, like, toe-to-toe with them. The that, was, that, just shows, that was the most competitive one yet. But that, that just shows crazy. MMA is, like, I mean, in my opinion, it's more dominant in boxing, obviously. Like, you know how this whole debate with boxing and MMA, like, that just shows how much power Ngannou has. I mean, that was so impressive, bro. Like, like watching dude, that, like that was fucked. And everyone sure. was writing him off too. Fury everyone fucking was knocked, riding him off. Didn't he knock down Wilder a couple times? Who right? Fury? Yeah. Yeah, he beat Wilder. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. you have a guy who's got no like going from MMA to box the best fighter, and he's knocking that guy down. It's just yeah. I'm not gonna lie, like, man. I'm very actually like so happy for Ngannou because now I think. He's about to fight like Deontay Wilder, mm-hmm. like in twenty twenty four. Yeah, I seen something like that. But it's just like, dude, that was impressive, man. I can't yeah. believe. What What's your involvement with the PFL? I'm like a brand ambassador. Yeah. Shit, I'm just a part owner of a motherfucking company. Yeah, man. yeah. There That's you go. all. Goddamn it. That's all. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. How cool <laughs> is that to be just different venture? Like, do you like getting into like different businesses like that outside of what you're used to? It's cool because a lot of it. Well, for this one in particular. It's lifestyle shit, so it's stuff that I'm really into. It's not forced or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to be a part of stuff developing while it's on its way up. Uh, we just reached, recently purchased Bellator, yeah. which was Saw our that. only other competition other than the UFC. So now it's us and UFC. And, um, yeah, just looking really good from something that started as, you know, all right, this is an idea, this is a structure, this is a system. We pushed it, we believed in it, we sold it, and it's becoming successful. Okay, going back to the music stuff, what do you think up until this point has been your favorite project thus far? Like, do you do, you do it like that, or do you just put them out and it's on to the next one? I'm just always creating. So, like, I'm not oblivious. So it's like Cushion Orange Juice, clearly. Yeah. It's like the biggest one. And that's my favorite one because of how it was made and the intention behind it. But, um, you know, I love my albums. I love my other mixtapes. I love stuff I'm working on now. It's like everything lives with people through different stages and stuff like that. So it's all up for interpretation. And yeah. what's, you know, what might be a standout moment to over here is a different standout moment over there. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Are you thinking of creative, like, just throughout the day, day to day? Like, I mean, where do you, when do you think of your, like, your best ideas or something that you just jot down in your head or maybe put in? Yeah, I'm like, always coming up with ideas and, and storing shit. It's like, I look at it like, have you ever seen a producer who samples? No. Okay, so if they, if, if you ever seen a producer who samples, they're like, always taking little records and taking sounds it could be a little a snare it could be a voice it's it a snap of something they like 
and they're you know, all they're, and they're just yeah. building their catalog of mm-hmm. fucking sounds. Okay. For when it comes time to make a beat, they're like, and they got, now okay. I got. Okay. That's how I do my life. I'm just always collecting for when it comes time to do something. So no shit. matter how small something is exactly. that you see. Okay. Yep. What, yeah. One thing I'm curious about too is like when you when you write music, mm-hmm. are you ever in that mode where you're like, yo, this actually isn't for me. I got the perfect guy I'm gonna hit up for this. Or no. Like, yo, this would work for somebody else. No, I never I never really feel like that. I always just write kinda. But have you written for anybody else? Yeah, like, I've written for other people. And how does that work? Like someone reaches out to you and they're like, yo, Wiz, I'd love to have you co-write this project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be like that. Or usually it's a collaborative effort. We'll usually be in there together and just kind of go back and forth or play off of things where I could say stuff my way and then they'll be like, okay, yeah, I like that, but can we say it like this? And it's just tailoring it and using uh, my taste in music or words or what rhymes or cleverness and just creating something out of it. You think that like us four could hit the booth and come out with a banger? Fuck yeah! But actually, could. Huh? like how many seconds would you give each of us on the feature though? Would I be on there too? Yeah, yeah it's your track. Sure. We're the features, bro. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's got to be y'all song produced by me. That's way uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But like, how are you giving up the then roles? I can feature on it. Oh, I'm starting to see it. I'm starting to see it. Okay, three of y'all. What's the song called? Dry Streak? <laughs> Dry Streak? Dry yeah. Streak? Yeah, I haven't gotten laid in like four oh. months, but whatever. God, thanks. Man. It's personal choice. So you're choice. on the first verse. <laughs> Thank you, I'll bro. I'll probably be on you'll the, do the You'll do the pre-hook and the hook, and then yeah. you'll do the That's second That's what I verse. appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dry Streak. Dry, Dry, Dry Streak. God damn, that's I terrible. Think we gotta, can you produce that? Hell yeah. <laughs> Maybe send us a pack or some four shit. Months. We should really get in the studio and make this happen. Let's do it. We could do it. Yeah. You let us know when. I think it's terrible. What, ter- what does your studio terrible, session look like, change. though? Because we got vi- we got levels to this shit. Like This is what the studio session looks like right here. Like this? Yep. Just like this. But how serious is it? Like, all right. Keep, all no, right. it's not serious. This is chilling. We got the mic over there. We can invite some girls if you want to. For all right, sure. can we, all right. Can one of you guys pull up a beat and then we just start? No, let's, we can't do it. Make, here. We gotta do it in the studio. Well, we, we, see, he's yeah. he's getting a little paranoid from the from the. No, beat, I'm not. I'm Why just saying. We, there's no point in doing it here. We'll drop bars right now. We all can right. write right now. Okay. Let's do it right We're, now. Yeah, Why get not? The, let's do the notepad old school. Hold okay, on, maybe not. Let's do it. Why not? Where's the joint? All right, the song. Fuck it. The jam is called Dry Streak, right? Yeah. Called Dry Streak. He said it's Dry Streak. Yo, Wiz should fuck with Steiny when he comes back if he lays a bar. You should just say it's trash. <laughs> this is Dry Streak beat, all right? Bro, I can't So rap, I usually bro. come up with the hook first. Okay, Dry Streak. Why me? Why me? I've been on a Dry Streak, Dry Streak. That's your part. That's your part. Why me? Why me? Uh, I've been on a dry streak, dry streak. That's actually hard. Uh, I know, bro. I'm gonna say after you. Uh, oh, I've shit. been on a dry streak. Yeah, let's, let's That's your part right there. We got the hook already. Throw a little auto tune on that in the booth. I'm fucking. Wait, you I'll can fire just that talk shit. it, talk it the same way I'm talking it. You want to say yeah, it with well, me? Well, really quick, I want to make it clear. Like, high we should streak, also probably address streak. like everyone goes through a dry streak at one point in their life. Like, okay. it's not just this, me. This could become like some lonely See, island and this type is shit how, right now. This is how we come up with it. You yeah. say stuff like everyone goes through it. It's not just it's me. It's not just me, right? So when we write your verse, I make sure that I put that in there. Yeah. Pause. It's like so. What are you saying? Dry streak. I'm dry on streak. a dry streak. Dry streak. There you go. 
Why yeah, I don't want to say that, me? bro. Uh huh. Oh, why me? Why me? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but then my ah, then my my verse is gonna get deep too. Mm hmm. Cause I'm not like you gotta part really, of it's you like, gotta get like vulnerable, like get like. No, but part so of what he's doing right now is he's thinking of a verse while he just said. So yeah, but part yeah. of it's not just like he's trying to throw shade. Part of it's my choice. Well, you use my choice. you use your you use your your points as punchlines. Yeah. So when you say like every everyone goes through it. Should I do tears or no? Is that too deep? You said what? Should I like have tears come down? No, I'm just trying to tell you how to structure your bars. Okay. Maybe in like bars, the third verse. Like, the they're already there. I'm just trying to bring them out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to so be thinking all, them, all that relatable shit. Like, that's, what, that's what people want to hear. What else? What else about a dry streak is like. No, like, yo, she wants to go back or we want to leave what? the club. She's going home. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> that's relatable. <laughs> okay. Like yo, she I got been a boyfriend. On last streak, last I'm streak. just going through what I've heard the past three months, right? <laughs> okay. I got a boyfriend. I'm on my period, maybe next week. <laughs> okay. Which is happens to everybody, bro. Yeah, yeah. It does Everyone happen. can relate. It does. Very relatable. All right, cool. Okay, I well, think we got a jam, bro. Yeah, we got yeah. some. I think I don't I think, think so at all. No, well, we no, got to go. I don't think so what at about all. your verse? The hook's fired. Yeah, I, I, what are you touching to tell you on? The God sir? honest truth. I don't even got a verse. No, but what would be your topics? What would be your topics to touch? I like talking about equality. Quality. Uh, what I mean by that is like, it's, it's Yo, not, there's no it. equality in life nowadays. Now, you know what I mean, like with men and women. That's that's the only reason. Why. Okay. So, so um, your dry streak is by choice. No, not at all. <laughs> the fuck. No, Who is? What you saying? <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, you can get laid, of course. Ah, like he's saying, I'm you're sorry. going for quality only. Yeah, yeah. I think quality. I think. Right, it's Trey. tough to find quality. So yours, his, right, is, so that's a his is like approach. he's he's saving. He's himself. looking for the right one. Exactly. Yeah, his gets more. Yeah, exactly. that's actually a good song. That's a bro, good because you got two different approaches. I'm telling you how to write a song. With the, you got yours. You're like ah, uh, now you got done. the. Can I hit that joint? Now you got the homie. Is that cool? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, we might have to ride at the studio. I so now, now that we gotta really make this song. Let's do it. We're in, bro. We can do it Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Cool. What's how do we get the studio? Who takes lead on that? I'll get us in the studio. I'm, I'm focused on writing, bro. I'll get us in the studio. I'm focused I'll on I'll make writing sure we got shit. the beat. I'll make well, sure this beats. This is the beat. This is the one. Yeah, yeah. Are these beats that you have saved up for the right tracks, or how do you pick? You your remember beats? I told you I'm like saving shit all day every yeah. day. So I always got beats that I feel like I, if I like it, that I could just put it on and record to it at any given moment. I might be in the. I might just be yeah. sitting there with you some money. Can, can I ask you a question? What's an obscure artist that you really, really like that nobody would guess? Madonna? Fuck with that answer. Yeah. Who else is that Madonna well, number Madonna, one? That's or do you have like why, a top Madonna, five, though? top three? Why Madonna? He wasn't she's... expecting Madonna, I think. That's I was Madonna. not expecting that at all. But so I tell, felt, us, I, tell I us why Madonna. I, felt I like couldn't name one Madonna track. Because Madonna's hard. Um, she is. She's like a... She's like a first person to like, you know what I mean? Yeah, she she's the way. She's just shit. an icon. Yeah, yeah, she's like super duper creative and shit. She's tight. Um, but what, what was you saying? I was saying like, did you have like a top three? Or was that just number one? I listen to all types of music, yo. Like, you like the chain smokers? Chain smokers <laughs> are tight, bro. Bro, I really like them, bro. I really <laughs> fucking like them, bro. What do you like about the chain smokers? I don't know. Like, Their beats are hard. They make you happy. Yeah, like I like Capital Cities and shit. Like. It's a good vibe <laughs> track too by them. It's just they're good. Yeah. I don't know. I just always want to say that. My bad. I'm you know who's fired? 
I'm really high. You know, we've been I'm really in high. Vegas a lot of time really at chain smokers. Have you seen them perform Fuck live? It. Yeah, we've seen them at Excess, I think, a few we, times. I like, Wiz, high, I like to throw bro. some like, I like to throw some Kesha on the Ox once in a while. Kesha's hard. Yo, Wiz, when's yeah. the last time you had a dry streak? Like a real dry streak. Like, <laughs> we're getting, we're is getting, that a disrespectful we're, question? No, because I don't want to be disrespectful. We're getting educated by one of the legends, bro. It's good. Like, have it you depends really, on what you consider a dry streak. A dry though. streak, you ain't fucking. <laughs> yeah, but for what period of time? <laughs> for a period of what you think I is... I would consider a dry streak <laughs> in, like, this world, I would say probably three weeks is, like, a dry God, streak. yes. I mean... <laughs> two two weeks, you could just be a little off your game. It's like, all right, what's going on? <laughs> three weeks. Fuck, bro. <laughs> you're panicking? Yeah, you're on a dry streak. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to ask your opinion on that. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> bro. What's my opinion? I didn't even hear what was the question. Wait, what was bro? What's my opinion? That on Khalifa Kush, bro. Holy fuck, yeah, it man. Is Khalifa Kush. Is that your fourth? <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, God, that one's a man. bigger one. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> It sounds like a stupid question, but I just want to. Oh, you really want to know? Yeah. Have um, you ever been on a dry streak? Oh. Damn, bro. We just said everybody's I think, had you it. know. I gotta get out of here, bro. I don't, I don't no, think it's crazy. I think that I think. <laughs> I'm trying to think, man. You know. It's been that fucking long. It has been a minute, Jesus, bro. bro. It's been a well, minute. Well, what's your definition of a dry streak, though? Weeks, months, days. That's like. You know, I try. I try to stay occupied. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Cause me too. That's probably why I've been right, on this dry yeah, streak. I'm yeah, focused like on the, work the and shit. Music and the lifestyle and the the weed and the clothes and like it all kind of like goes together. So yeah. you know, it it doesn't really get dry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It just, it just don't it just You're don't good. be drying up all like that. You want us in? Sure. Sorry, my bad, man. You'll be all right, man. You got this. No, I just haven't smoked in like. So. We smoked yesterday. Well, yeah, but not like to the level. Not this. like this. Whatever, bro. Like this. I'll take level. one too. Fuck it. Yeah, when you said in earlier in the pod, there's levels to sh- like that's for real. You're crying. Yeah, because it's I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have a great time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely I'm, I'm, nah. Hell yeah. You ever zen whiz? What's that? Uh, like a Where's little upper decky. I need a like, what? Like an upper decky. I heard of it. What is it like? It's caffeine. Like a little lip pill. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. Nah, it's nicotine. I just wanted to offer. You don't want to be oh, no, nah, thank you. You you offer your shit. We'd like to offer our shit as well. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like a trade. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, Wait, yo, bro, what's I, good with, seriously, what's good with the Steelers? Like, is Kenny Pickett that guy or not? See, I watch sports, and I'm from Pittsburgh, and I love, like, the Steelers, but I'm not, like, the... Not tapped in that hard? The numbers, you know? Yeah. The, the stats and who's going to do what. And, right. Also, I smoke weed, bro, and and get dressed. Yeah. Are you a conspiracy guy at all? Like, do you believe in aliens or anything? <coughs> I fuck with all that shit. You believe in aliens? Yeah, hell yeah. You've I definitely in you've definitely seen one faded or thought you did. <laughs> you did a UFO on your phone and it was a fucking. I don't even know. I would smoke with with aliens if if they if they were down. I would definitely just you know get stoned with aliens and play them the Isley Brothers. Like, do you think they've already been here or no? I think they've been here and they think it sucks and they and they probably don't want to come back. Yeah, bro. I've been thinking too. It's like, have you you've watched Men in Black recently? Uh, not yeah. <laughs> you've seen it with Will Smith and uh, not recently, but yeah, uh, Tommy Jones. But oh, where it's like, oh. 
they're in the human body and they open up the head and it the, that's like, what I think goes on. That's what I think. That's what I'm on. saying is I think that that's that what I think they do. They might be able to look like a human being. That's what I think. I could, I could see that. And they're secretly running the world right now. Yeah. Like one of the servers or a bartender at a restaurant, like low key. It's just too risky, like being a little old alien like that, though. Because people are already dumb enough and like just killing shit. So it's like, why would you want to risk like getting, you know, if you're what type of, what type of research like, are you doing? Maybe their planet got like fucked up and they had to come relocate here and they're like, shit, there's these animals here. We got to fucking take over. Yeah, I could see that. You know what I mean? What if what if they were growing more fire shit? Would you move there? What? Like if they were growing top shelf weed over there, but it's a light year away, would you go there or would you stay here? I'm chilling here. Yeah. Yeah, just because we already got shit on lock here. <laughs> the yeah, aliens yeah. would smoke weed? Huh? You think aliens would smoke weed? Hell yeah. I think they would be down. That's a good way to make peace. Like, you could settle down and have a good... Everybody loves weed, bro. No like, one's ever getting in a bar fight or fight nah, in general man. high as fuck, right? And even if they haven't explored it yet, being the first one to put them on some bomb-ass weed, you're always going to be the homie. Have you ever, like, turned... Like, I see a lot of rappers will, like, turn, like, deals down in Dubai to do a show because they don't allow weed. Has that ever happened to you? Nah. I do my shows over in Dubai. I just don't smoke when I go over No, there. that's what I mean. Oh, yeah. but you'll go. Yeah, yeah, I'll go over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't. I don't turn it down because of the weed. I've turned down shows in Dubai recently because I just didn't really feel like being in clubs and shit. And that's all they really have over there is like just straight up like rooms like this, and yeah. then you just go and you're clubs like, and hookers perform by. It. It. It's cool. It's fun. You know, it's vibe, but <coughs> it's not for everybody. Not all the time, especially yeah. a long ass flight just to go to the club and shit. Like, uh, yeah, it's a lot. Yo. It's a lot, man. For real though, <laughs> will, you still, will you still go out to the club once in a while? Me? Yeah. No. Never. But what if they, <laughs> nah, I, I, open I, I do. I do. I mean, it's just I feel like the music and the DJing has changed a lot. So. Just the way that people enjoy the club and shit, it's not really you don't as like the fun. Club? Yeah, but what what do you think when you say that? What's changed? Uh what's people different? people used to like really dance like yeah. in the club and shit like that. Like dance and like talk to each other and shit. Now it's more of an ego thing, huh? Yeah. Well, I feel like just the way that it's set up, like how it's all sections and shit, there's no like real dance floor for people to like Bro, that's fucking you know facts. Yeah. I didn't what, even know. What you that. mean by dancing like yakin? No, like, like, no, like grabbing like a girl, the like having a, a girl mm-hmm. and moving to the beat with her. Yeah. Like, what he's saying is I'm they're focused that. on the sections and not <laughs> on the DJ. You he's me? been thinking uh, that. No, like, they're, they're focused on bottle service too. and they're not focused on the music or, like, it's all yeah, about, like, yeah. type shit. I mean, it is there's what not even it a is, right? anymore. But, you know, there's social climbers in this world, right? <laughs> so, like... When it comes to like how everything has been going on in social media, right? When you see chicks posting ass photos and getting all these fucking followers, right? You're gonna have followers, you know, wanting to be like that type of person, right? In a way. Yeah. So I think social media is fucked every I mean, because everyone's in different groups nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to like the club scene, I've noticed that too, but like subconsciously. But it is interesting to me too. Now that like you mentioned that. Yeah, I just think nobody that, be dancing. Yeah. That shit sucks. I know. 
No, I think because it's like, like going it's out like, here and music yeah. is to enjoy <laughs> the music and shit. I think the guys are the guys yeah. are with their boys like turning up harder. Exactly. You don't even see any chicks like yeah knees to the elbows, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Unless you're a booby trap at 4 a.m. with me, what's good? My bad. <laughs> Isn't it Bro. weird how nowadays saying hi to someone just randomly on the street is like weird? That sometimes? is weird. That's fucking weird. Not in my neighborhood. I feel like you don't. Do you, if you think about like, it, but do you guys, like, what's what's like the most public place you'll go to? Because I don't see you going go to Starbucks out. to get your coffee. I go out. But I do go. you go to Starbucks like and pull up like? Yeah, I mean, I go fucking everywhere. You can ask the people who sell me my dog food. How many dogs do you have? Yeah, I got three dogs. Seven dogs. A uh, pit bull and two Frenchies. Oh man, yeah. That's yeah. Nice trio. Frenchies. Yeah. yeah, are they trained? <laughs> Kinda. I don't. I don't mean to throw shade, but I just don't see you carrying the bag and like picking up the poop with the bag oh, and th- disposing Frenchie. of it properly. I mean, if I have to, they don't really shit when we go on walks. I got a big ass crib, so they like oh, they got backyard. Yeah. They just go on walks to smell smells. They get yeah. tired, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to stimulate yeah. them, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like they're little, they're little freaks. So you got to keep them, keep them, get that energy out. Right. They're so. dude. Low key Frenchies are fucking aliens. They're I wild, swear, bro. bro. Yeah, they're they're yeah, their eyes are kind of little rascals. Yeah. Their eyes like fucking snorting shit. Right. They're crazy. They're so. But then insane. one of them's in Men in Black. The little pug. That's a pug. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what do you have a a booth or a studio at your crib? I do have a studio in the house. And what's different about going there and then? Like going to a, a, a studio that you I like going rent. to the studio outside of the house because I like to get dressed and put on like, you know, my chains and shit like that. But uh, being in the house, you like you get to come up with I get to come up with like just whatever idea at whatever time. And it's kind of a little bit more free and, you know, just off the cuff. You could do a track in your PJs or. Yeah, for sure. In your underwear straight yeah. up if it's a Yeah, 100 percent. Mm-hmm. Have you ever. Like, was there a last banger you made at your crib where it was just, like, almost effortless and you're just like, damn. Yeah, I mean, you know, I record at the house all the time. And uh, I was recently just in the house for, you know, a long-ass time period of time. So, you know, just recording some mixtapes, watching movies, coming up with ideas. It's really personal and closed in. And it's just, like, real fun to do projects like that. Yeah. What, what do you think, like... If you had to do, I know this is crazy, but if you had to do like your top three go to, I'm super high or I'm faded movies, do you do that? Like, are you a repeat watcher? Because I'm a repeat watcher. I got uh, go to movies for sure. I mean, they're classics. So it's like where everybody should love, like Scarface, um, Superfly, um, Foxy Brown, Pulp Fiction. Um, the business, Boys in the Hood, Don't Be a Menace, Juice, yeah, just shit like that. What do you? You're you're basic. I feel like you go Step Brothers or like Wedding Crashers type. Wedding Crashers is a fire movie. Yeah, Wedding that Crashers that never gets good. old, bro. Isn't yeah, that crazy? It's a great movie. You can watch that shit a thousand times, and you're yeah. just it's so like funny. New bro. time every so, time. So well written. Yeah, Wedding Crashers. Rachel McAdams is, a good is a smoke in that movie too. Yeah. Well, she's like she's like the optimal wife in that movie. Yeah. Like sweet girl. Oh, She's so dope in that movie. I know. Bradley Cooper's hilarious. She's hot in Mean Girls too. Of course. Yeah. That's a classic. What do you too. What do you look for in a good woman? Wiz? She gotta have a good uh, sense of humor. She gotta have. She gotta know like really good music, or be open to learning about good music. I like chicks who are like, you know, funnier than they are cute. Um. 
and like nurturing chicks too because i'm a like real family oriented type yeah, of dude like define nurturing just like the type that you could be like yeah i could leave a kid with her okay. and so you're a traditional the, the, man be i like a, if it's a chick that is like too much fun i mean there's fun girls you know what i mean but it's like you're not, not your really gonna up. be able to take yeah. her that serious if you if you can't look at her like i can't even leave a plant around this bitch like <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's the type of shit I look for. When, when, when you play, Wait, like, I want to compare. That. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I felt cutting you off earlier, but um, so you're a traditional like, you know, role type person. Like you, obviously, like when you said the nurturing thing with the woman. Yeah. I mean, right? You would expect a woman to nurture your kids and stuff. So, are you a traditional? Like, did you grow up in that background? Right? Yeah. Hell yeah. I so, mean, I got a really good relationship with my mom. That's and a awesome. really good relationship with my pops. So um, as adults, I think the older that we get, the more we look at, you know, where we come from uh, as a sign of our behavior. So if you're going to get with somebody, you, you want to make sure, like, their background is, like, kind of checks out. Or it's at least something that you, you want to deal with. So For it's sure. like when shit start happening, you're not wondering, like, why you know what's a pet peeve you have in, in women um that you meet or like a red um, flag like just like what's what's something that's like ah that's over i don't like when when women talk about other guys yeah can you name a can you name a, like a situation that that's well, happened just in the being past? like in the industry you uh -huh. know i think a lot of chicks like, like so you feel like they're trying to flex it though like so yeah it's kind of like common the what? chicks you're talking to for sure. Yeah, well, this I mean, guy not is true at all, bro. I want to ask, but I'm just saying, like when we go out, like the same That's girls will come around crazy. sometimes. So, like when you're in the industry, the same girls are hanging out, like with the rappers, whatever. Yeah, name dropping. But that's is common, annoying, yeah. right? That's common. Sometimes. I mean, I stay away from it. So if if you're like you talking about your experience hit. with somebody else or saying somebody else's business like that's an immediate oh, yeah. red flag towards me like i'm not the type of person who's gonna be like going towards that and wanting to hear more of it or hanging out or even chilling with you knowing that that's the type of person that you are i yeah, could tell you so really true. value like genuine conversations yeah and i can see where you're coming from when you're saying that yeah um does it just happen like just randomly like where you yeah. would think the chick and then it just like throws you off it's Is annoying because that... it's like yeah right you're yeah right. Shit. Yeah, it's it's it just comes out of nowhere, and it's like I didn't even ask. And to it's hear just like that. you don't need no negativity. Yeah, I'm not a negative person. I don't want to know anybody's business. I don't want to. So mean, not only that, that, that you think that's cool if they do that. Exactly. But, but not only yeah. that, then you're hella cautious around that chick because you know she's gonna spew her mouth. Well, exactly. Well, from there you're you're practically done. So like, um, <laughs> what I mean, by, like, no, he's I'm just I'm just he's passionate on this topic. No, yeah. I just I. I like biology. Like, so um, it's interesting because as soon as, like, that thing is said that throws you off, right, it's just totally done from there. And it, it sucks to think that, like, damn, they think that's something cool to really just drop. Exactly. That must be very frustrating, man. Yeah. My, like, that must be very, very frustrating. Yeah, yeah it puts, you, on, it puts you in a weird space because you kind of want to defend it and then you just be like, you know what, I'm just going to be, like, the, the bigger man and just let it slide and just Unless she's kinda, a 10. Nah, then it slides. Nah, you gotta, you gotta like, you gotta be oh, a player about it, it man. Yep. Yeah, Wait, you guys, you guys gotta be a player. When do you think it's appropriate to take, like, introduce to your mom? 
take a chick to introduce to your mom? Like, Damn. how long does it take for that? Like, personally, <laughs> it's two weeks for me, three weeks. What, man? I yeah, live, it's, I live, it's a game, bro. What? I live a crazy life, so my mom met a lot of chicks <laughs> before she was supposed to. But, you know. Does that teach you anything? No, it just is what it is. Like, yeah. sometimes it's just like, it is what it is. I feel like mom... I don't have a rule on on, on mom meeting because my mom is a G, well, so she could meet it. she could meet some girls and like act like she never even seen them before. Mm-hmm. She's not the like you know. She's not she's taking just it more too like personal. another one, but I'm gonna act like this a new one. You know, this was before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever been intimidated in front of a girl's father? Nah, hell met? no. Never. Nah. Have you, no. sir? You never even get a no, little bit nervous him, at all. No, like a girl no. you really liked. No. You're like, I gotta make a good impression. Absolutely not. But, but that's also because you're going in there as fucking Wiz Khalifa. Nah, right? not even that. It's like, if you don't fuck with me, you don't fuck he with me. Stop you, having you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> do you smoke up around the parents' first, like, first family dinner? I'm not gonna smoke the house out, but you know, I'm gonna <laughs> smell like a shit ton of weed, and I'm gonna smoke when I want to. That's a power. Yo, I think yeah, I think yeah. that's how we gotta pull up. Just is, walk in the family's house. Nah, and just that's what I'm saying. Next Jesus time, next Christ. time I get invited over to the chick's house, I gotta pull up with that bag and just put it on the table. <laughs> I'm not trying to impress no dads. No, but like just let them know. That's <laughs> right. no, I just ask him like, right next to cranberries. Like, at yeah, the Thanksgiving. that bag on Thanksgiving. Like, sorry, bro. If the dads fuck it. with me, I'm cool with it. Like, I fuck with with pops. You know what I mean? But it's like the whole trying to like check me and all that shit. That shit ain't never gonna happen. I'm a fucking millionaire, dog. Like, who's that's what I'm saying. See, that's where that, that's where <laughs> it comes out. Bro. Who you talking to, bro? That's where it comes out. <laughs> Come to see you at the fucking bowling alley, eh? Here, hit this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. Let me see you bowl at 287, asshole. Where Where's the big bowling? Is it Pittsburgh or LA? What do you say? Where do you do mo- the majority of the bowling? Here or Pittsburgh, or is it just wherever I can? Have I, we looking? have our own setup. Like we be, we come through with the bowling bag. We got the shoes, gloves, and shit. We got all that. We the got wipe, the whole they do the wipe. What's the guy's yeah, name? Pete Wheeler, wipe. right? Or what was the fucking Pete Weber? Weber, with, yeah, 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 the the crazy guy. What the did he say? Just, What's his famous quote? We said, "Who who are who are you? I am who you think you am. Who you think you are? I am." Yeah, dude was out of it. Well, did he bowl three hundred? Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's a legend, bro. Yeah, we yeah. do a lot of pranks on our other YouTube channel, and we uh-huh. once we once did this prank bowling in other people's lanes. Remember that, Slim? Yeah, I don't know. That would be, you probably would have killed would us. Hella annoying. Yeah, Idaho is no. How do you think you'd react that to that terrible. scene, bro? Right here. I'm super chill, so I would just laugh. I'd be <laughs> like, "This fool is crazy." But bowlers are passionate too. Like they, we almost got fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did we film that? It. Filmed in Idaho. That was like someone pulled weird... the gun out. Huh? Someone like pulled the gun out. Yeah, yeah. That was in Idaho. Okay, um, wait. Gun out. Wait, let me Damn. give you a scenario though. It was in like a white like. Oh, yeah, so he just pulled his strap out. No, like, what happened? So we walked in. That's cool. And as soon as, like, we we literally just fucking just took over the place. And then that person or the girl was like, why the fuck? Well, the guy guy that pulled his gun out, maybe he was nine strikes about to hit his tenth strike for his perfect Yeah, I could see how that would be annoying. Right? (laughs) Then you got to react like that. Right. All right, well. Guns going in the bowling bag. <laughs> I just didn't think it was that serious. Shit like I'm that. just fine. <laughs> the perfect score is a perfect score, bro. Like, you got to respect that. No, that was think, that was pretty risky. Who's your favorite guy to collab with? Is it Juicy J? Juicy's one of them. Ty. Yeah. Currency. Burner. Chevy. Is there a guy that you go to when you make like a, a track and you want to be like, bro, I need real advice. This is who I'm going to hit up and he'll be keep it 100 or whatever? No. 
it's more always just like a collaborative effort. Like if there's something that I can't do on the track and I'm like, yo, it needs this, then, you know, I usually hit up one of the homies. You ever be like, yo, I gotta, I like what this new guy's doing. I gotta see if he can get on this. Yeah, hell yeah. I love to collaborate with, with new people. My way to usually do Close. it is to like reach out and collaborate over some of their tracks and stuff. Yeah. Just to let them know like they're on my radar or like that we mutually fuck with each other. But um, yeah, as much as I can, I, I love fucking with, with anybody new. Do you like to like study or just kind of like always watch for who's next up type shit? Yeah, I, I wouldn't really say that I like study them. I just pay attention to the climate of music and how shit changes and who's catching the wave, who's hot, who people are paying attention to, who people are talking about. And um, the best way for me is to just like develop my own experience with the music. And, you know, luckily, like, I've always been like a tastemaker or an influencer yeah. to where like if I say something is all right, whoever's on my platform or whoever fucks with me, they fuck with it too, and it ultimately becomes a thing. So, you know, just being able to cross-promote, I think, like, everybody's sure. really into that now. It's like collaboration and, you know, using what you're best at on both ends and trying to, like, maximize that shit. That's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. If you, like... you, I think, personally, if I had to just say, I'm going to tell you, I think Taylor Alderice is your most timeless album. Thank you. For me, like I was, I was hitting it on the stairmaster earlier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Guilty conscience. That was fucking banging. Uh -huh. Got me through an extra ten minutes straight up. But uh, what do you think's the most timeless album that you listen to? Like that's just older. Just albums in general. Just like I mean, that's timeless. Like for me, I think of like Get Richard I Try and like a Fifty Cent yeah. thing that you can still listen to today. That's yeah, from hell yeah. Twenty twenty two, right? Bro, I'd be listening to hella shit like. Jada Kisses, uh, what album was that? Kiss of Death or Kiss the Game Goodbye. That album was hard. Um, Prodigy, H&IC, uh, Nas, Stillmatic. Everybody loves Illmatic, but Stillmatic was hard because Ether was on there. Um, what else do I be listening to? I was listening to Master P, Ghetto Dope. Um... Bone Thugs and Harmony's first album, like East 1999. It's hella classy shit, man. Jeezy, Trap or Die, or that's the mixtape, or Thug Motivation. Yeah. Thug Motivation, it's, yeah. Yeah. We still yeah. listen to that. We listen to that on the way up here. Yeah, there's hella shit that you could slap off of there, like like right now, or if you play it in the club, it'll go off. The Dream, his album, Love, Hate, that's a classic album. Yeah, yeah. See, but I'm, I I be like playing like like I put you on some shit. That's what the smoking weed does. It like gives me the best playlist in the world. So I play like back to back to back bangers. You'll be like, what's this? What's this? What's this? All bangers. I got shit you could ride to. I got shit you could work out to. I got shit you could chill to with with your lady too. And it's gonna so be. So what a you're movie. saying is you're probably the best guy to give the ox to at any given situation. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's Hell a yeah. huge thing too. By Hell the way. yeah. Like, if you can't catch the vibe and you're fucking controlling the music, you're going to kill sure. the night. And I, and I got the vibe around multiple crowds, too. It's not just, you know, it's not singled out. You got to be versatile on the ox. Yeah, it's not singled out. <laughs> it's key. I've been, I've been to Napa and been on the ox. Nah. Yeah. 
What the uh, you wine tasting? And held it down. <laughs> what was your okay? What, what, what were you playing? Like, What's the Napa yeah. Valley? I'm not getting me on the Napa playlist because <laughs> yeah, I might have to, you know, go in one day. So it's it's over here. It's up in here. Yeah, I always but think about like I held it down. People doing uh, have you ever thought of doing like a holiday album? Yeah. Yep. Because I always see this stat every fucking year. Mar- Mariah Carey, how much she makes a year off her one. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh, Jingle that, Bell. That uh, all I want for Christmas. All I want for, all Christmas. for Christmas. Every yeah, yeah. year, it's just like bags. Yeah, I would do a holiday album for sure. Maybe we put weed, Dry though. Streak on that. Could we get Dry it, Streak turned around by then? It'd be a weed Christmas album. Dry Streak has to drop at the top of the year. Okay. We got to we got to spark the year with Dry Streak. <laughs> we should do it. That should be that would be like some Lonely Island type shit. Yeah. Like where it's like a funny song but it's actually still a track. But you, you know got to I mean? be honest with us too if our shit sucks, you have to tell us like. Of course it it's will. not going to suck. No, but if like our first verse is his hook is ass. Like if his hook no, probably it's ass. Not gonna be we got to be bro. critical of each other though. This is the thing. No, you have to be real with each other, I think. Yeah, right, I really, cool. really. You guys yeah, are talking about to. like if it sucks, but it's gonna be good. So like, no, saying what about that? At first, <laughs> if we were to like say we give you a first verse or whatever, first like, verse, what we're if all gonna write it together, so it's gonna it's okay. gonna be good. Like you don't have to sit down and try to write it and then come or back just, to me. You know, I just, we're gonna I don't sit down and collectively say yes, we like this, and then you're gonna okay. go in there and I then like you'll that. rap it. And then we'll be like, you could say that a little better. You could do that a little better. And then all that part of, yeah. I like be that. Because yeah. I feel like sometimes it's like someone has too much of an opinion, right? It's yeah. got to be a collective effort. No, we'll all collectively write it. Line, bar for bar. You'll be like, this is the first bar. You'll say it. We'll say it together. And you'll be like, okay, hell yeah. yeah. We'll be like, oh, that's hard. And then you'll write that down. And it'll be like, all right, what's the next bar? And it'll be like. Da, 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 da. And he'll be like, oh, yeah. And everybody will be like, okay, we like that. Is there a better way to word that? And then be like, no, I think that's the one. And we'll write that down. And then that's how we'll write the song. I think I, I think we got to pursue this. At least it's a good learning lesson, too. I'm down to do it. And we'll just film it and we'll put it out. 100%. I know, yeah. but then if fucking worst case scenario it goes bad, we got to get back in there. Bro. You keep talking about this like I'm not a good producer. No, bro. I know, bro. This is a go- I'm not judging you. I'm judging us. It's all on the producer. Like you guys can oh, so, suck. So we could put it on you if it's. I'm wow. gonna make you guys wow. sound it's gonna great. Be lit. It's gonna okay. be lit. I'm sorry. The I only just thing getting, is, we I get talk nervous about this, and it comes out in two weeks. So someone might steal our dry streak idea, but I don't think anyone could top what we'll do anyway, right? They might start right now. <laughs> yeah. No one. So we got two no, weeks till no this drops. Yeah. All right, let's fucking get yeah, on we it. Just gotta make, we just got to make sure ours is heat, bro. We got to, like, really, really bring the heat, bro. Let's do it. Got to do it. We have our A game. We got to be on, like, our writing. It's got to be top tier, bro. Like, I'll be like your shitty cousin. The bars, bro, <laughs> like, got to be <laughs> on point. <laughs> I just, Whatever yeah. role you want to play. Well, just, then I'll feel like Wiz. Like, I, I need I don't have lyrical, like, any talent. Well, let's all Man, continue to be on dry streaks until we... Write the song. I think. Too. I think. So everybody yeah, nobody. Because I want to get in there and no be authentic ass. and shit. I think that's you important. Bro. I want to get in there and be like authentic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's like when they say a rapper goes through a breakup, mm-hmm. they yeah. make their best shit. So yeah. no, like your like to, method. From here on out, oh, everyone's on Yeah, yeah, we're good. Two weeks. <laughs> All, right. Two weeks. All right. Real. All right. So start the dry streak. Yes, that's everyone up here. Yeah, because Wiz, we need you in your bag too. All right, I'm getting in my bag right now. Was there anything that you want to plug or what? We got your. Khalifa Kush, this shit's fire. 
Khalifa Kush. I don't even smoke like that that much anymore, but this shit's, I, this shit's got me feeling Thank it. you, bro. This has been amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Khalifa Kush got me. Oh, I thought you... I was like, go ahead. So, I, I, got a, I got a mixtape out. It's called Cali Sober. Um, it dropped last month. And there's a video called Would Be Muggers that y'all could check out. Um, I got another mixtape coming out at the end of this month. It's called Decisions. And we dropping a video the same day that that drops. Um, the video is called Heavy Hitters. Uh, so that'll be coming out in a week or two. And I got another project coming out in December as well. And make sure y'all follow me on all my socials. Wiz Khalifa on everything. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. And make sure you smoke weed when I walk in the room. As soon as I walk in the room, start smoking weed. Let's go. Let's go, Wiz. All right, Wiz, thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much, Wiz. That was fire. Really appreciate you having